Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in the series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through health. In each broadcast in the series, I'll interview a new health and fitness expert. I also want to welcome our AARP Decide, Create, Share listeners and the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make health, nutrition, and fitness a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. Now I'm delighted to be able to welcome our guest to uh, this podcast, Marlene Holloway. Marlene has been a weight management consultant for nearly 15 years, helping thousands through her management, trainer, and leadership roles as a territory manager for Weight Watchers. I know that everyone at ACE and AARP is uh, very familiar with Weight Watchers. And Marlene, thanks so much for being here today. Well, thank you, Michael. And thank you very much to the American Council on Exercise and AARP for letting me join you. You bet. Um, You have a lot to offer. We only have 15 minutes. And so let's get started. You see people day in and day out for many, many years who are struggling with weight management issues. Um, And they're not necessarily certain that they want to get started on the road. They may be ambivalent. They may have confused feelings. And they're in certain stages of preparedness or readiness. So let's talk about that first. Tell me a little bit about the kinds of people that you see and where they are in their readiness to uh, embark on the journey of, of a healthy lifestyle. Well, you know, it's very interesting because when somebody actually walks in the door, we always assume that they're ready to make that commitment. But sometimes it's because the doctor said to them, you need to do this. And so they are ambivalent when they walk in. And there are stages of change that happen during this time to get them to be ready to focus on that journey. So they may become in just curious And if they can really understand it's about change and not about depriving themselves and really start looking at how to better their life, they will start to understand that they can do this. And people who come in um, are exploring, they're they're contemplating a little bit about whether they are ready for this, to take this on. They're also beginning to um, confront some of the erroneous beliefs they have about what it will take. Oh, I could never do all that. I can't do, I can't stick to this. Uh, How do you address those kinds of ambivalent feelings? You know, for each person it's different. So you really want to take that person and have a conversation with them and meet their needs. You know, what is it that they have in their life? Do they travel a lot? Do they have a big family, people living with them? and understand how they can make it work for themselves. So it's really important to understand that everybody has life happening around them. Mm-hmm. It's not going on a diet and deciding what you Ugh. won't eat. Oh, I just fainted when you said going I know. on a diet. That well, word, the reason we don't like that word diet is why? Because diet has the word... Well, die, D-I-E, I know everybody looks at that, but I think that the first thing you think about is when you want to lose weight is what you need to give up. Uh-huh. As opposed to? 
what you can change and still make it all work. Right. Because you can go out to dinner with people and look at a menu. Right now they're putting a lot of calories and they have, you know, a section for health, nutrition. Um, some people call their drinks skinny, skinny delicious and things <laughs> like that. And, but you, I think the idea of trying it, you know, not to say, oh, I'm on this diet or off this diet. You're always on it. One of the things that we talk about when we do cognitive coaching is getting rid of this all or nothing thinking. Exactly. You know, so like uh, a lot of people, especially this time of the year, October, November, December, uh, are going to say, oh, you know what? Forget it. I can't be on this diet. I'll just start again after the holidays. But what concerns me is sometimes what they mean is like Easter. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? That's exactly right. Because um, you can make excuses all the time. You can tell yourself why you cannot do something. But when you decide, and I think that's really an important word, is deciding that this is the day you want to change your life and not go back to the person you were. You want to be able to make the better choices for you. And I think about Thanksgiving as like, how do you look at that meal? How do you look at that day? Do you see the word Thanksgiving and all of a sudden think, I'm going to eat twice as much food and I'm going to be so sick I can't button my pants? Or do you think it's a meal and I'm excited to try some of these things? Pick the food you love. I I read today um, somebody posted something about a walk, like a turkey trot that they do in the morning. What a great idea to meet some people at 8 o'clock in the morning, go do this um, 5K or whatever they're doing with it, and be able to eat a little bit more, but not stuff yourself. It's just one meal. You use the word decide, and for our AARP listeners um, who are part of the decide create, share, it really touches on exactly what you've talked about. Make a decision, create a plan, and then share that with your friends and, and, and relatives through the holidays coming up. Now, when we talk about decisions, um, we look at the costs and benefits of whatever it is we're doing. And in fact, there's a tool that we use in motivational interviewing and that you use a lot in your Weight Watchers work called the decisional balance. Can you describe that for our listeners so that people can take away this tool and go, wow, this thing really worked? Describe it for us. Well, it's where you're going to go ahead and think about the pros and cons of change. You want to be able to stop and think about where you are with this and is it worth making this change? And there's actually a few uh, worksheets and charts that you could find that if you are really wanting to think about what your next step will be, this will help you. And I, I think sometimes when we put things down, the word is being honest. And I think you only fool yourself if you aren't fully honest with something. Because as you're thinking about it, I've had people that will come in and say, well, I'm going to join this time, but I'm not, I don't know how long I'm going to stay. And when you make that choice to come in, you want to come in for the right reasons. You want to come in and say, I'm ready to do something. Again, we can make excuses any day of the week, but when we look at a balance sheet and we try to figure out how we're going to benefit our life, you're going to see more pros in what you really want to do to feel better as a person 
Then the cons, we can always go back to the cons, but where do you wanna go when you make this decision for a healthier life? So when weighing decisions, no pun intended, when weighing decisions, having mixed feelings, being ambivalent is normal. Everyone has that. Absolutely. You had ambivalent feelings about doing this podcast today. Maybe. (laughs) Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? You're doing great. And I know that our listeners are thinking, wow, she's fabulous. Michael, be quiet. Let her talk. So, So, but in thinking about change, you're saying, ask yourself this question. What do I stand to lose and what do I stand to gain by continuing my current behavior? What role does this behavior play in my life? And be honest. That's a great word you're using. So, You set up this four-cell box. In the upper left-hand corner, it says change. In the upper right-hand corner, it says not changing. And then down the left side and the top, it says the benefits of, and then below that, the costs of. So you have the benefits of changing and the benefits of not changing. And then you have the costs of changing and the costs of not changing. And you take people through this type of a discussion, whether they use this formal chart or not. The formal chart helps them see it very clearly. So um, let's say we're talking about exercise. So maybe uh, a benefit of of changing is that I have um, increased control over my life. Um, And and not changing, the benefit of not changing, uh, uh, it may be more... Um, relaxation. Um, a, a cost of changing is increased stress and anxiety. It's, I'm going to be so anxious about changing and starting to exercise. And a cost of not changing is um, increased health risks. So it starts to show up pretty clearly. Talk about that with weight management. Well, I think it's interesting that you bring that up because that's one of our four pillars that we would be using to help maintain your lifestyle. And I think that what happens is people come in, they decide, I want to lose weight, so I'm going to do this and do that. And then they realize that there's a little part that would help them long-term, and that's starting to move more. And it's really important that I think everybody gives themselves a chance to find many different things to do. There is so many exercises out there. And I have to say, I was not an exercise person when I decided I wanted to lose weight. I never did it. I didn't like it. It didn't fit in my life. I always had the excuse I'm too busy for it. And then I don't know what happened. One day somebody said, well, come and try yoga. And I went and tried yoga and I thought, well, that's not bad. And I actually like the people that I'm with. So did you go through this decisional balance in your mind? So did you think about the advantages and the disadvantages, the costs and benefits, the cost of doing it and the cost of not doing it, the benefit of doing it and the benefit of not doing it. Exactly, because everybody will get to a point of their life that they have to start making change again. It does. It's not always smooth sailing. So if you don't have the right exercise that you want to do, write down and go through the decisional balance. What is it that I enjoy, the type of exercise, do I like to be with people, do I like to be in a class where there's um, somebody helping me and pointing it out, do I like to be alone, I want to go to a gym and read a book and be on an exercise cycle. Make the time for yourself 
to check it out and don't give up. Don't say, oh, I don't exercise because I had a bad experience one time. It strikes me that most people listening, whether they're from ACE or from AARP, know the benefits of being of healthy weight. We know the benefit of changing to get into a healthy range of weight. What people don't address, though, is the hidden benefits that they believe of not changing, right? Those are, that's the secret talk that they have, all the reasons why it's better if I don't change. Much of the time, it's I won't succeed. So when you took your first step into the yoga studio and you weren't sure you could do it, I, I, obviously you were able to do it. Did that help you talk to yourself in a healthier way? Well, it's interesting that you said, obviously, I could do it. And I think everybody has to know when they walk in the door, they may not be able to do it. And I couldn't do it. So one of the advantages of not changing is I can stay safe. I I can stay. I I don't have to confront failure. You don't have to see what you can't do. Right. And that's a really powerful thing that can wear on your mind. Because I'll have people come into the exercise class I'm in and they'll say, oh, I can't do that. Well, you know what? I couldn't do it either when I walked in the door. And I think you have to give yourself a chance. And I think what happens, I want to just mention something about having realizations. I think that whether you're trying to lose weight or develop an exercise plan or try to change your life for the better, if it's giving up smoking, you know, monitoring your drinking, there's many things that we can look at when it comes to me being changed. It's not only weight. We want to be healthy. We want to watch our grandkids grow up. We want to have a great life that will let us enjoy. So the realizations that I'm looking at are those that are going to increase the importance of losing weight. And I say the importance because it has to be important to you. And then increase the confidence of being able to do it, losing it and keeping it off. And those two things are powerful. And I see it because not everybody, they everybody's lost weight, but try and keep it off. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we realize that the changes we want to make become habits and become routines, then the success comes. But we have to give it that chance. And the key here is that the decisional balance tool, looking at the, at the benefits of changing, the benefits of not changing, the costs of changing and the costs of not changing is a way to make it visual and give you a chance to take a, a, a few minutes to compare the benefits to the costs. Usually when people see this, they're willing to take that step and they see, okay, you know what? I think this is healthy for me. There's value in it. Um, it's internally driven. That's what keeps them going. I think if everybody took this worksheet and again, was honest with it, they can start taking the first step to their lifestyle change. That's terrific. That sounds great. And I like the idea that you talk about not just weight management, but whether it's exercise or drinking or smoking or any healthy lifestyle choice. That's what this is about. Um, Helen Hayes once said that resting is rusting. Resting is rusting. A lot of people think Uh, Yeah, it may be, but you know what? I can't do anything else. I have to rest. This tool and the way you coach people helps them challenge that 
and helps them uh, take on a healthier life so that they can uh, take steps for longevity. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I want to thank you very much, Marlene Holloway, for being with us on this AARP podcast. Um, as I've said, Marlene has been a weight management consultant for almost 15 years, helping thousands, and now you can see why, uh, through her management, trainer, and leadership roles, uh, particularly as a territory manager for Weight Watchers. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. And uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com, where you can find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, uh, workout plans, health programs, creative ways you can get your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. Join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness.